Good day, folks. We're going to give it a few seconds here to let everybody get on. The go live just kind of spun a little bit, but let me see some people on there. We're going to get started today with episode 17 of the Patriot and the Llama show. So we want to welcome you all. Thank you all for coming. We love you. Now I see some people, so this is awesome. So again, this is episode 17, the true resurrection story. Um, so today we're going to talk about the Son of God and the true resurrection story. Uh, Master Lama Rasaji is going to give us the inside information that he has that we don't, and his also his uh, knowledge and all of that. How are you doing today, Master Lama Rasaji? I'm excited, Jimmy, Brother Jimmy. I'm doing real fine, and I'm real excited to share this information today with our audience. I'm very excited to hear it. You know, I've heard a lot, You, as you have shared a lot of wisdom and, and inside information with me on that. We were talking this morning about how the, the, the Bible is a couple inches, but it's almost like two, th the, two feet thick, uh, almost 24 inches with everything that the Lamasary has in the, in the Bible. So this is going to be really exciting. I also know that this is the first episode uh, prelude preluding uh you know the big episode to come on christ uh, the son of god's years that no one ever talks about which is very exciting uh, i know that's going to be showing up here in uh that's going to be done here in september right that's correct Absolutely. so so i'm really excited about that again we love you all we send love and light to you and your family um we're going to get right into this and make sure to stay around to the end so you can ask questions okay uh keep the questions because i'm not going to scroll all the way back up into the comments so kind of keep the questions think about them write them down get a pencil and a notepad get some more coffee if you need to someone said that about their pen their their notepad and their coffee so that's awesome and we're going to um you know we're going to get get into these questions and then master lama rasaji will answer them afterwards so the very first thing we're going to ask you today is what is the meaning of the word resurrection? Well, a lot of people have, you know, of course, the church's interpretation of what resurrection is. And a lot of people sense the, you know, the concept you have to die to go to heaven. And of course, the only way to experience resurrection is through the concept of translation or the mortal passing away of the physical temple we call the body. But in reality, the resurrection uh, metaphysically means, and metaphysical means more than physical. So it includes the physical, but it also includes the spiritual. So metaphysically meaning it means to bring forth. And the word resurrection has a direct connotation also to the word exercise, which also means to bring forward. So what we have to ask ourselves is why was Master Rabbi Jesus doing what he was doing? And what was his purpose for going through this process beyond what the church says that he was here to do. So the basic basic meaning I want people to get into is it means to bring forth. And now we're going to elaborate on what it is he was bringing forth, Jimmy. 
Yeah, it's uh, it, this is a very exciting topic to be talking about today. Some of the folks have said that it really is a really important topic in order to get yourself understanding this truth and moving yourself more into that 5D vibration and above, right? Because we know that the Christ, Son of God, Jesus, Yahushua, uh, whatever name that you're giving the Son of God, uh, did things in 33 years that uh, what a unique person, a human, you know, brought into this world through that virgin birth, uh, through the spirit, and then the things that were accomplished within, within those 33 years were amazing. But the biggest thing um, was that resurrection, right? And then what happened the, the 40 days after that, which you're going to be talking about today. So this is really exciting stuff. So let's get right into it. What happened after they rolled away the stone? So what well, happened after that? Here's the thing. We hear all the time about the stone rolling away, and we hear Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene showing up to first bear witness of that. But what is not known is what was happening while Master Rabbi Jesus was still supposed to be in that tomb from Good Friday through to Easter Sunday. Now, they're going to find this part real exciting. Spiritually, the moment that they laid the Christ down in his tunic, his spirit began to come back to his body, charge his body into what we call the perfect and golden body. That body and that spirit teleported to the lamasery during that time. In the Lamasery, the 12 that knew this event was happening simultaneously sit around and prayed over the body and the temple while it was there. Then the Maha Lama and the 12 supercharged that body. That body began to vibrate the golden hue. And with the power of that body, placing that body there, the rock and stone rolled away by his transformation and the energy that was actually being sent from Tibet, if you can imagine, to Jerusalem at this time. So that's the exciting news that nobody knows about it, and that's validated in the scriptures that the Lamasery has. So when Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene show up, the rock had been rolled away for a while, and then Master Rabbi Jesus is recorded to, to say to the two sisters, why would you be looking for the living amongst the dead or the dead amongst the living, right? So the, the model is, is that he's trying to tell them two important things that they need to know. Well, all we have to do is, from what he's saying, is traced back to the 23rd Psalm where David is saying, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So he's trying to tell them that moment that the death that they seek is nothing more than a shadow. Then they turn to him as to approach him and actually physically touch them. And then what he makes the statement here is, 
do not touch me because I have not fully ascended through to the Father. So he's continuing to go through this regeneration of where his energy body is supercharging his physical body, raising his physical body into 5D so that he is that full-fledged spiritual person who has actually been able to now to take that physical body into 5D. And he's going to demonstrate now over the next 40 days what a physical body can do when it has been superimposed by the Holy Spirit, Jimmy. Yeah, now I can see some people's heads exploding, okay, when and, and they don't know yet the story of the years of Christ where no one's talking about it, right? The same reason right. why they're leaving almost two feet of, of the Holy Bible out, right? They give us a couple inches, and I've read 45 other books outside of those couple inches that I've studied for decades. Um, but, you know, some people, you know, and again, this is not about religion division, folks. This is about, you know, uh, you know the truth, and religion is set in motion to control. Christ didn't come back endorsing religion. On the contrary, one of the reasons he was killed is because he actually said the things he said to the religious leaders of that time, the religious elite and uh, the bankers. You know, he's messing with the religious elite and the bankers simultaneously, calling them all kinds of, 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 of pretty much nasty stuff, vipers and snakes, and they're going to be in hell and you know, you shouldn't listen to anything they say, and they're basically hypocrites and all of these different things. And remember something, you know, even when the, you study the religions, how it came about, how the Roman Empire took over what was being preached by the apostles. And I know you're going to talk about that 40-day period of time here now after the resurrection, but a lot of people, you know, they're indoctrinated. They're stuck in their belief, and you got to look at things with an open mind. You don't have to believe everything you hear, but you need to take it in and then pray about it. And depending upon your connection with the heavenly father and the spirit and the son, you will be able to have discernment. Okay. And you, you'll know whether it's true or it's not true. But most of the stuff that we're watching today on, you know, the main media outlets is mostly nonsense. Okay. So um, next thing. So we talked about after the stone was rolled away, which you're saying through the transformation of the energy body, re basically restructuring the physical body into that body. We are all supposed, we are all promised to be like him, right? Exactly. Um, that power of that happening, which is from, I want people to understand that which is from the divine creator. This power is, he. the divine creator is the source of this power, right? It's where you're drawing this power from that rolled the stone away, correct? Well, that's correct. And not only that, what he is demonstrating here is actually what happens to a person that goes fully through second birth that we've been talking about for weeks, Jimmy, what happens when the kundalini is completely transformed in the individual now let it be said as i said in the earlier moment 
about the definition of resurrection. And I said purposely that you don't have to go through death in order to experience resurrection when the word resurrection metaphysically means to bring forth. The bring reason forth. that Christ Jesus or Master Rabbi Jesus did, he wanted to create greater contrast. He understood the powers that be at the time that were trying to manipulate the people very much like what we see going on today. He would have to wake them up. He understood that the light entered the darkness and the darkness was represented by the unconsciousness, that the light of consciousness. In other words, Moses did not accomplish fully what needed to be done by the staff. So I'm going to take the crucifix. I'm going to put God's son and literally kill him on a tree. Then when he's by all authorities checked to be body functioning no more, then I'm going to show them the powers beyond even what I did to Lazarus just weeks before. Remember, just weeks yeah. before he raises Lazarus, him and his father from the tomb. If people do more than superficial investigation, they will start to connect the dots. That's the really key. But now, what was the next 40 days about? Well, if we recall, 40 days in the Bible is kind of really important, right? So we know that from Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday to Easter, that is a 40-day period. It's not by accident. We also know from Easter to the ascension of Master is also a 40-day period. Where else did we hear about 40 days? Well, we heard about 40 days in the desert. We heard about 40 days crying in the wilderness. 40 days, 40 days, 40 days, right? So the key of it is, is that now what's going to happen? Well, Master Rabbi Jesus wants to do something very important. So after meeting Mary, we know from the Bible that most people have read that Mary then goes to confront what's left of the apostles and the disciples. And where are they meeting? Well, they're meeting back in the upper room where they originally had the Last Supper with the Lord to start with. Now think about how all of this is being set up. So when they go back, they begin to describe their meeting with Master Rabbi Jesus by the tomb. And what is the apostles' reaction? Well, almost none of them believe them. And there's obvious reasons that. If you understand that time in history, women had little to no authority at that time. Not near the authority that women have today in some of the Middle Eastern countries, that's still, that's still the case. But that was part of the problem. And then the other problem was, in their mind, there was some spiritual ego involved. Well, you didn't have hands-on training by the master like we did. Ha, 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 ha. So there was a little bit of that going on also.
right? And so Jesus, then what does he do? He materializes himself. He literally walks through the wall of the upper room and then approaches the 11 other apostles. Several disciples, by the way, are there. There's over 30 people that bear witness when Jesus materializes in the upper room. That's the moment when Thomas needs to have even more. That's not enough for of all this to happen. See, everybody, if they'll back up, they'll remember on the mountain of transfiguration, months before this happened, what does Master Rabbi Jesus do in front of three apostles? He supercharges his body, and it's not dead at that time. And what does he do? He turns it into pure light. Well, when you turn a physical body into pure light, you need to know you've gone well beyond 5D. When, you, when, when the light becomes so bright that you begin to become what's called almost formless, that's at least 70. So right in front of their eyes, they saw this master of masters go from 3D to 7D right in front of them. Well, if that's not enough, then they have Elijah and Moses show up to confirm. See, there's always these confirmations. And still, on top of the confirmations, it is very important that people understand the apostles, after three years with the master, were still not convinced. This is an important moment to tell because it'll explain what we're all going through with waking up our families and our friends. They are all going through what we call the apostle syndrome. How much has to be rubbed in people's face before they actually wake up, right? So here's Christ here. And still, Thomas says, I need another degree of proof. So more forensic, if you will. I need to touch the wounds on the wrist. And I need to check and see where the sword pierces side. Now, what makes this really ludicrous is remember, outside of Mary and Mary and John the Beloved that will come important when we tell the story of Christ, the real story of Christ, the rest of them were not even at the cross. Do you remember? So here they are. They've turned their back on their master. And now they have the audacity. <laughs> Think how crazy this is to ask the master to prove he's their master. They just saw him walk right through a wall. Can, could any one of them do that? What's important that happens after this is vitally important, Jimmy. It sets up the whole 40 days of training. And it also says, if I don't do what I need to do from God the Father, you're not going to be able to learn from me because I have raised my vibration and frequency so high, you will not be able to keep up you will not be able to comprehend and for sure you will not be able to discern the teachings I'm going to lay to you the next 40 days. So what does he do? 
right there at that moment, he out calls the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And that, by the way, goes on for days, not, not in a moment. It goes on for days. For 72 hours, the outpouring of God the Father comes in, and Scripture refers to this, you're going to love it, as the quickening. As the quickening. If people remember the Highlander series of where one warrior would defeat the other, and then the spirit of the warrior they defeat would go in, and then they would have more power, more vibration. They referred to that as the quickening, Jimmy. Yeah, and I want to make, a, as the patriot of the Patriot and Llama show, I'm going to make a couple statements, and then I'm going to have a conversation about some of the things I'm seeing in the comments real quick, okay? Because that's who I am, and that's what I'm all about. Thank you all of those po folks that are coming from my son. You don't need to put that there. That's what he needs to do <laughs> is promote the, the show. Um, but uh, well, let me tell you, let, let me go back a little bit when you were talking about what, and, and again, folks, I'm going to say this, please do not say that, uh, you know, just because you call um, the son of God, Jesus, uh, Master Lama Rosaji calls him Master Rabbi Jesus. Okay. And when you hear the story about him in years that no one knows about, so anyone that's watching this right now, unless you got the access to the, to the books that uh, the, the Master Lama Rosaji has access to that weren't, you know, corrupted by governments or, or uh, political agendas or military interferences or anything like that, you really truly don't know. Okay. And you should not debate on what the name of the son of God is, right? Whether it's Jesus, whether it's Yahushua, whether it's anything, because I'm going to tell you something right now, and you can ask the Master Lama Rosaji this. When I ask the Heavenly Father in the name of the, of the Son that I call his name, Yahushua, okay, things materialize for me within days, sometimes the same exact day. Now, why is that? Because I have a relationship with them. And I see over and over again, a lot of people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. And that's in almost everything. Not only the relationship with the Heavenly Father, that's in running their bit, trying to build a business, that's in personal growth, that's in everything, okay? So please do not debate about what you should call the Heavenly Father's Son, the creator of all things Son, okay? Um, and just pray about that and leave that to yourself. That You know what? This religion division, religion division, religion division, I'm going to say it a million times, religion division was set up to divide us, to get us to argue about the minutiae. No one, I have studied the Bible that we all have access to a lot. I mean, I'm ready to debate anybody on it, okay? And I've studied books and scholars on it. And I've read 45 books that aren't in it, okay? So we need to understand this is about your personal relationship with the Heavenly Father and His Son and His Spirit. And, you know, I, I got into this battle with a, a family member about, um, about you know, the, the they said if somebody called uh, the Son of God Jesus, that they were really referring to Him as a swine. And I'm like, what? You know? So, you know... Again, I'm just saying this because I've been down this road 
I prayed on it. I've meditated on it. And it's not even worth even talking about. And this is not being mean to anybody or negative to anybody. I'm the most positive dude you want to know. Okay. Right, Master Lama Rasaji? What oh, yeah. do you think? You, 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 you have a lot of uh, interaction with me. But it's just when I see that, don't do that. Don't judge other people. Don't, don't say that you shouldn't call the creator this or you shouldn't call the creator that. That's between that person and the, the creator and the son and the spirit, right? So, you know, I was going to make a comment and then we want to get, a, you know, want to continue this 40-day transition from resurrection to ascension, right? Uh, we're ascension into the, into the heavenlies. But, you know, what, what an amazing thing to do to get people's attention to have the son of God killed for our sins, right? Because he did step in place from one man, Adam, sin was brought into the world because he chose to do what the creator said, don't do. And with one man, sin can be forgiven. Death can be overcome, right? And we can live eternally, right, with him. So, you know, what What a, uh, like, look at that one life, that one precious, beautiful life of the Son of God and the impact it has had on this world. It couldn't have been done better, right? Well, it, and again, it, he was after contrast. He was after contrast. So you're going to learn as we tell you more about the story in the weeks to come that Jesus, that wasn't an original thought about the tomb. Jesus at 24 years old in India saw a great city yoga master do what this city yoga master has done for hundreds of years. Every 12 years, there is a celebration in India called the Kubala Mela. And that, that 12 years, all the great masters, whether they are meditating in caves, whether they have sad saying classes with Chila's disciples, whatever, they all come out together and celebrate for nine days every 12 years to share what they have learned about their teachings in connection to God the Father. That's what they do. They've been doing that. Well, the one demonstration that this great master experienced, Jesus was 24 when he first witnessed this. John the Beloved, who was journeying with him, was only 18 years old at the time. This great master would come into this forest, be a lot of people gathered around because they knew it was coming. He would have himself placed into a cement block they would literally solder the cement block with like liquid type of concrete. And then for three days, they would wait. And on the third day, they would come back with what we would probably call something like a sledgehammer. And they would begin to break the concrete tomb or the rock tomb to pieces. And guess what they would find when they would go to break the tomb up? They would not find this great city yoga master called Bharatraji in the tomb. He did this demonstration every 12 years. And Jesus was there. So was Joseph. So was John the Beloved. 
and 30 other witnesses that were a part of the caravan, including Melancor, who was the head, um, uh, the head of the Magi, who was a Tai Chi Gung master at the time, who had been sticking by the baby Jesus since he was born. And don't, don't give too much of this information out yet when you go through that, folks. And listen, I, I hear a couple things. Again, you know, the names, you know, how you feel, Master Rabbi Jesus, Yahushua. Yahuwah, I call the Father. Yahushua, I call the Son. Now, that's just me. You know what I mean? That's what I resonate and feel with through my spirit. So, you know, again, don't get into too much of that. It's about your relationship with the creator and then what you're looking to bring into existence through your thoughts and your words. Are they in alignment with the destiny that he set for you before you were in your mother's womb? And the more you get into the alignment, the more you get into the relationship, the more the faster things manifest. So, you know, it's very interesting. I can't wait to hear, you know, the, 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 the uh, you know, the story about the Magis that came. Uh, you know, which were part of the Lamasary and that um, and that, you know, they one of them spent that many years with him. And you're going to detail out what he went through. Would you say almost 17 years with him? And he had three kingdoms worth of treasure dropped uh, on his lap as, as as was he was born. So that whole poverty mentality is a lie. And that's another thing to suppress all of us as God's children. Hmm. It's the son's and daughters of the creator. So, you know, just again, that's minutia. Don't like even get involved in it. Really, it's serious. And we right now we've got so many things going on in this planet that we all have to come together and love each other and work together and get sorted out. I mean, if you look at the blood being shed on a daily basis of the unborn and the born, and what's going on on this planet right now? And we got people fighting over the names and this and that. And, you know, when we need to come together and do the Father's will on this planet. And it will transform, you know, but you've got to work on yourself and you've got to work on your relationship. The more people that do that, the darkness can't control this planet. It will have to relinquish the control. The Heavenly Father owns everything anyways. All the money you got, all the money everybody's got, the gold, the silver, everything belongs to him. The water, the land, every bird, every insect, every grain of sand. Uh, you're the steward of it. And how good of a steward you are will depend upon how much more you're given. Okay? That's the end of the story. Believe mm -hmm. me when I'm telling you. So now that Yahushua was out there, and, you know, a lot of people seen him now. From what I, I understand, thousands of people he, he, he was seen by after the actual crucifixion, you know, and then the re resurrection. Um, can, you, can you continue on that path? Uh, you know, like, I know there was more that happened in the 40 days, right? Well, if, yes. But, I mean, everybody needs to know that at least a half a dozen people saw him individually over the next 40 days. So even not even counting his disciples and apostles, he would appear to people and do the most thing. He would come up to them and appear as maybe he was a beggar asking for food, 
just to see what was in their heart. He would come in between a husband and a wife who were arguing about domestic things going on in their household. And he would appear. He would do this constantly to create more and more contrast. At the same time, he was trying to send people back toward the apostles because he knew that he was going to give this final outpouring. See, this the 72 hours that he initially outpoured the Holy Spirit to raise the consciousness, he was going to use the next 40 days to basically speed them as much as he could through their own second birth so that not only would they be able to comprehend and understand his teachings, his real teachings, but that they, that they would now in their heart have a mission that they needed to come out and would they have the strength? Because they had demonstrated, let's face it, they had a lot of weakness. Yep. As you've heard me say, a lot of the apostles were a bunch of misfits. And they demonstrated they were unable to be with him at the cross. They were denying him, all of these things. So he said, what can I do from the father? So they continue to meet a lot of times by the seashore they were meeting because that was going to be his final initial ascension there. And he constantly modeled who they were becoming. This is what's very important, right? A true master models what he wants his students to observe and obtain. So the modeling, the you know, church gets hung up, really hung up, and it's on purpose, by the way. It has to do with control. But it gets hung up on the three years the apostles were with Master Rabbi Jesus, and it also gets hung up on the crucifixion itself. What it really should be teaching is what we're talking about today, because what we're talking about today is people going completely through their second birth, through the second birth that he talked about, born of a woman of water, born of the Holy Spirit of fire. And the body gets heated up. The temple starts to vibrate the quality of the spirit. It takes on the quality of spirit. So what was happening, more and more, they were taking on those characteristics. But none of them would eventually take on the characteristics to the degree that we know the Apostle Paul will later, which is which is another topic for a later time, Jim. Yeah, now we I've seen a couple of questions that I want to address as we're, we're into this. You know, um, some people asking about, uh, you know, that a lot of people are praying to the Son of God and not praying to God himself. And again, this is, you know, I pray to God himself through the Son of God as the sacrificial lamb that was given to me and everybody else to redeem my sins, right? To get that sacrifice that happened versus, you know, what was going on with Moses and all that. Can you talk about that a little bit? There's so many, yeah, when you get back in your chair, uh, there's so many people that are asking about that. And I think that's really important 
Uh, I think he went to get something uh, to, to share with us there. But, you know, I, I understand what some people, why some people would believe that. But I mean, it's my own personal, uh, you know, relationship is that I asked the father through the son. Right. But I'm talking to the father. And of course, I'm thanking the son. And, and you know, I love them both with all my heart the same. But I'm worshiping the father through the son. Now, so we've got some people that are asking you know, about that. And, you know, being a, a Catholic up until I was about 13 and then converting into Christianity in front of 10,000 people being baptized, uh, baptized at Canton, a Trinity Gospel Temple, and happened to go to, you know, Wednesday service and Sunday school and Sunday service. Um, so I've been, you know, if you want to say indoctrinated in the younger years, I would say absolutely. But I was a person that asked a lot of questions. You know, yeah, just, so, just let me nip this in the bud real yeah. fast, Jimmy. Okay, guys, wake up and smell the coffee, right? If you're really all caught up in this small little minutia kind of stuff, I'm, I feel for you, you're going to have a hard time getting into 5D if this is where you're at, because you're defining where you're already at consciously. If you're naive enough to believe with the small amount of Catholics and Christians all over the planet, all respect to that everybody knows i'm constantly talking respect about master rabbi jesus about the father but what about the other five billion people on the planet do you think that the other five billion people praying to god in whatever form they pray that he's not listening to them are you really that gullible and that naive to believe it I'm sorry, but I kind of this kind of gets old with me after a while because I've studied 50 years and I lived in the Far East for 10 years and I've rubbed elbows and broke rice with people. If we're really naive enough to believe that just because they're not Christian or just because they're not Catholic or just because they're not Protestant, if you think if you're really that go, you're going to have a long, hard road to tow. Jimmy. Yeah. And again, it goes into religion division. Everything's division, right? Politics is division, religion division, even sports team is division one team against the other team. Right. So it, it just falls in, in line with that. And, you know, as you build the relationship with the creator of all things, all that stuff falls, falls away. You don't even, you know, you don't even want to pay attention to it. Right. Um, God, so, let me say something. God, is all about your intent. When you come before his throne in whatever way, even if you call him Lord or you call him son, if you call him father, even if in the Far East, a lot of times they say mother, right? But here's the key. He knows what's in your heart. He knows what you mean when you speak to him, even if you don't know. He knows. So lose the language barrier, lose the label, because if you're doing that, that means with you, the dark side did for you what they intended to do was to separate you from the other five to six billion people on the planet, which is at the root of the basic problem. If we're really professing to be a spiritual person, then we're trying to bring people together. 
we're not trying to drive a wedge in them like the dark side. And if you're still following that road, I hate to tell you, you're following the dark side. If that's if if it whether you believe it or not, you're following darkness. If you're attacking people because they don't look the way you are, they don't go to the church you are, they don't read the holy book that you are. It's time to grow up spiritually. That's why we're here. We're speaking to the people who understand where we're coming from. We're not for everybody. If you don't like it here, there's other channels. But we're for the people who have an open heart and an open mind and truly love God. Whatever you call As a matter of fact, you don't even have to call him that. You can go into contemplation and meditation. As a matter of fact, why don't you give this a try for a while? Don't say anything. Just go into quiet and listen and let him tell you who his name is. Why don't you try? That's called meditation. Why don't you try that angle for a while as opposed to petitioning us and trying to lecture us on the way that we should be worshiping because you don't believe in your faith strong enough or you wouldn't go after people. The only people who truly believe in their faith, they don't go after anybody. They don't feel like I need to change you in order for me to feel better. If that's in your heart, you're, you're vibrating such a low frequency, you've got no clue. Jimmy. Yeah, and remember something, you're not to judge anyone. You are not the judge. There's, there's The judge is the father and the son. You're not the judge. So you're not to judge people. So just leave it alone and work on yourself to get your vibration up. Because I got news for you folks. And I keep on getting this in the spirit. And, it, and, it, and it's telling me it over and over and again and again and again. There will be no more gray. Meaning you got the dark side over here of evil. I got to make myself a little smaller. You got the dark side over here in evil. And you got the light over here. And then you got a whole bunch of people in the middle in the gray. And the separation, what I call the great separation, what the Spirit's been giving me, is happening. Meaning there's no more gray. The gray is why we're in the situation we're in right now around the world. And again, you know, we are not going to get into specifics because we're on YouTube and Facebook because they're big ponds that we want to get the word out in. But the reason that all these things are happening right now is because the majority of us have lived in the gray, including myself years ago, but I'm, but I'm moving more and more. And now like at warp speed, you know, when they say uh, warp speed on Star Trek, yeah, warp speed into the light. And you all need to be working on that aspect because I'm telling you, the people that are in the dark side of this equation are going to experience all the stuff that we talk about in end of days, Armageddon, all that horrible stuff. They're absolutely going to experience it. But the, those of us that seek him and follow him and, and, and love each other and encourage each other and say positive things about each other to lift each other up, remember... You you are live, you're, you will live or die by the tongue. You eat the fruit of everything that you say. So make sure you're moving into the light, okay? 
And forget all this argument and nonsense. It breaks up families. It breaks up marriages. It breaks up everything. Spend time. If you do not know these things, then you need to spend more time. You need to spend more time in prayer and meditation. And again, meditation is listening. It's not just about having a list of all the things that you want. You know, uh, you should be thankful for everything, even the shampoo in your shower, the water coming out of the spigot, the toothpaste you put on your toothbrush, the toothbrush that you brush your teeth with. Give thanksgiving always, continuously, every bit of water, every bit of food, every bit of supplements, every bit of everything. Give thanks continuously. Move yourself into more into the light because I'm telling you, I don't feel like it's going to be a never-ending situation here. This thing's heating up. I mean, you know, what, what what's your comments on that, Master Lama? Well, we are. And, I mean, you know, I want to get back to our story, but uh, we – it is. I mean, I have people all the time, Lama Risaji, when is God going to – you know, take care of all this evil. What makes you think that he's not doing? I don't know how many of you are paying attention to the fires on the West Coast. Well, anybody ever thought that maybe that's unconscious fire purification? What about the hurricane? Instead of circling all around Florida, I mean, we've been in an active storm series. We're already in I and J in the alphabet. And everybody's waiting for a storm to hit Florida. And what does the first name hurricane do this year? It hits New York. And then it gets <laughs> up there and does a figure eight. And even the meteorologists are going, what is this? What is this storm? I mean, do you understand that all the forces that be? See, the, the problem with most of us it's kind of like Bruce Lee said, the famous martial art master. If the finger is always concentrating on the moon, you can miss all the heavenly glory. So I want you to get out of the stained glass glasses of your self-constructed prison based on a belief system that you're not willing to expand to embrace God the Father. Get God in his name out of your little box. And then the moment you do, you'll take off like a spiritual giant. You'll start to see your brothers and sisters as truly your brothers and your sisters. Won't be anything to do with the color of their skin. We all bleed red. It won't have anything to do whether they wear glasses or not. Lord knows whether they have hair or not. It'll have everything to do with God the Father will know your heart. He will know your sharat, your soul. He will know your intention. If, it, if your intention is in alignment with him because you spend enough time every day with him, more than seven minutes a day of which the average pastor and minister does. If you actually can spend 20, 40 minutes a day or longer with him, maybe pick up some of our Tai Chi Gung exercises, because what I love about the exercise, sometimes the mind's 
not the best use of our connection to the divine. If you've never noticed that, imagine all of a sudden you're in a poor attitude one day, something happened and you're just not vibrating and your mind decides to do a self-defeating number on yourself. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you could breathe a little way or you could move a little way or you could eat a little way and that too would connect you with the divine? Do you only think in our head in this two by four body that the only way we could connect with the divine is one way, one name, one religion, one book? Do you really think God the Father is that limited? If you do, you don't have a clue who he is. I'll just tell you frankly, you do not have a clue. So we go back to the 40 days. See, if you remember, there's 40 days from that last Lent period before Jesus is crucified. Then there's 40 days after. And all of it for the apostles' point of view and the disciples' point of view, because that's really who he was addressing, was how do I wake them up? Aren't we seeing that right now? Everybody keeps talking about the Great Awakening. We're right back to where he was. How? He said contrast, contrast. So the, the next 40 days is I want to show them how to be this spiritual human being that God the Father meant for all of us to be. If you've been following us for a while, you'll know the Lama is always talking about man's DNA and God's DNA. He wanted us to wake up again, remember why we came, what we came to do, and then be about doing that, right? Well, it was going to start with these 11 and their disciples, their followers. So I need to superimpose upon them my father's frequency. So Christ decided to be this conductivity of all conductivity, if you will. He decided, you know what? This might really kill me, God the Father, but send to me blessings beyond what you sent to Elijah when you decided to pass on your rod of power to Eliza, his protege. Because I don't have one protege here. I'm trying to fire up 11, the 72 disciples. I'm getting ready to ascend over the Sea of Galilee. And as I ascend into your home, Father, I'm going to ask you that you pour out your Holy Spirit and transform every one of these people. Do it for me, Father, even if it actually kills me. Do it for me because I'm willing to take it on. That's what was going on. Well, in, in the trade-off, giving his life and then getting the Spirit that was imparted on everybody. So meaning having the ability now to have that spirit within you as that was pouring down. Um, wow. What a gift to the world, right? I mean, what a gift to the world because no one was keeping those laws, uh, you know, when, 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 you know, the, and again, this, we're talking about one specific uh, uh, group of people with Moses, the Hebrews and all of that. Um, and then there's other, 
things around the world that were happening to in other countries like India and all of that. I mean, God isn't, you know, he's, he's the creator of all things. He can be everywhere at any time he wants. His spirit is all over the place, including in us. But what a gift for people to get. And that can accelerate you into the light as long as you, you build the real relationship. And a lot of people talk it, but few people walk it. Be a walker, not a talker. Um, so we, you've answered, uh, you know, what his teachings were between the resurrection and his ascension. You know, what he was calling about thousands of people witnessed this event, you know, of this resurrection from the dead and then being around. And like you said, it was cool. He'd go in covertly and check out people to see where their, their hearts were. And by the way, angels do that now, right? You, you, they can come to you as a homeless person. They can come to you as a person in need. And if you just dismiss them, you might have just dismissed. You know, like like what the, the creator said, you know, if you dismiss one of these people, you're dismissing me, right? So you got to be careful what you do. But let's go to the last question, and then we'll open it up for questions here uh, from, from the audience. What is his teaching to us today after his ascension? Well, we kind of touched on it as we started to close out and you got to think about it. And that is, you know, you have to have a connection enough with him on a daily basis so you can start to awake and remember, which is a part of our second series that we are getting ready to do based on the Lama's on awakening and going through all human beings eventually if they're serious spiritually will go through this as the second birth starts to happen so as i make my connection with god the father he will impress on my heart one of the ways to help with that is learn our column exercise that we talk about right you can join our email for free and start to learn about that so once that is now, are we going to have the strength based on that connection, Jimmy, to carry it out? Because yes. here's the beautiful thing that Christ Jesus really demonstrated. What he did, no one else had ever done that before. That, that, that took love and sacrifice to a level yes. that a human being on the planet had never done before. So, He's challenging us and telling us, just like Jesus or Master Rabbi Jesus did something that only he could do, it's become quite evident that he's going to find something that only you can do. And don't be surprised that when you find out what it is, it's really shocking to you. I remember the first time I contemplated being a llama when I knew they were even considering me for llama. I thought to myself, are these guys nuts? They're going to make me llama? They're going to make me? Because I said me becoming llama would be like Forrest Gump becoming llama, right? I just, <laughs> I thought they got to be, you know, but God has a sense of humor and also he has a love beyond love and he has placed in each one of our souls and in each one of our hearts a divine mission that as you get in touch with it don't be surprised 
that when you start the mission, you think it's just, oh, it's going to be maybe this big. And then all of a sudden it's maybe this big. And it's kind of like the pirate's telescope that's pulled together that keeps going out further and further. It's constantly unfolding, right? Who would have ever thought for me to be a llama and then the global spokesperson of the llama series? I thought that Bojan maybe needed to have his head adjusted or something. The <laughs> point being is God sees in us what no human can see in you. He loves you in a way that probably no human can can love you. And probably the closest to that was Christ Jesus or Master Rabbi Jesus. So you got to understand that when you start to pray with him, that is only the beginning. And this is a constant transformation. See, the 40 days before the crucifixion were important. And when we start to tell this whole story, the real story over the next month, you're going to hear all about that and how he made a decision early on that he would probably have to do this. A lot of people don't know. He knew a couple of years. What triggered that? Well, I'll tell you later, but the key of it is, is that he realized, as I have learned to realize, remember, I've been communicating with him on a daily basis since I was 11, 12 years old, going through painful kidney disease, painful, where some days I would wake up and feel like somebody kicked me in the stomach that kind of pain through a surgery that the doctor told me your child will be so painful. It's like somebody shot him with a sawed off shotgun. There's nothing I can do about it. He's just going to be in pain for a couple of days. Imagine a 11, 12 year old child that's about 78 to 80 pounds going through that kind of pain. I wouldn't have got through that kind of pain if I didn't know that there was an almighty that I didn't know that was almighty. I wouldn't have even come back to my body. When my body stopped functioning on the operating table in 1968 and I was out of my body and I could look over here and I could see heaven, why in the world would I, I mean, even as far as Gump, why in the world would I choose to want to go back in that thing, this temple of clay, when it had done nothing but give me pain and discomfort for the better part of two years. And now I see all these beautiful angels and I see all this beautiful eyes. You know, and I looked at them, I said, you know, I might not fall off a turnip truck, but I'm pretty sure I don't want to go back in this body. And because I willed it not to be, the body stopped functioning because will is really important. Yep. And the moment that they talked me into doing it, then I shifted my will to the body and guess what the body did? To so see, I've been on the other side. I know how it works. So when I know the story really of Jesus and what he did in that tomb and what he did in the lamasery and what he did those 40 days, and if you're really nice about it, maybe one day I'll tell you what he's doing now. 
because <laughs> I think that's a story to also tell Jimmy. Yeah, that needs to happen. Uh, you know, in after the you know you talk about the life uh, that no one knows about. It, it's amazing. Um, it's amazing what has been kept from the people to separate them and not let them to come together as one. Because if they truly knew the truth, they would shed all of this nonsense and come together in love, in brothers and sisters. And this world would transform so fast. And by the way, it's going to happen. It's whether you're going to be part of it or not. Um, and I'm sure some of you already are. And some of you are working on it. And some of you may be far from it. But um, I want to speak positive into your life that you can do whatever you want to do. You can not do it or you can do it. You decide what you want to do, right? So let's, I mean, let's take some questions. I hope this information has helped you folks and make sure again, you go to the links in the description, rasaji.com, which means God's joy. Go over there, join the free circle of life community. It costs you nothing. You can get access to the circle of chi, which is being changed to the circle of life book. And if you want to help the Patriot, uh, you know, and by the way, Master Lama Rasaji is a spiritual Patriot. And so am I. Uh, and we didn't name this show. The Heavenly Father gave this to me. I didn't know what he was doing, but uh, it's pretty apparent at this point uh, what's going on. But, you know, we want to help you and we want to help this world and, and make sure you, you become part of my Patriots Network. And there's a link there and this costs you nothing either. It doesn't cost you anything, but you can go into your count, your, your state, you know, your country, then your state, then your county, if you're in the United States, or you can go into your country and your region and you can connect with like-minded people and you can start actually doing, walking the talk, right? Getting involved in your local community, start being an example, shine the light in the dark right so people can come to you shine the light in the darkness believe me there's a lot more good people on this planet than there is wicked okay and yeah. and there's a lot more of us than there is them we just yeah. got to stop arguing over the minutiae come together as one leave that stuff for nonsense because that's what it is and let's get this world in the place where the creator wants it to be so Let's go ahead. If you have any questions for Master Lama Rasaji, uh, please ask. Make sure that you share this video. You know, like it, comment on it, share it with people. Get them ready for the next one because this is these things are heating up. I mean, the Holy Spirit is taking over these these shows, and uh, He's guiding it. And so, you know, make sure that you get this out to everybody, everybody that you know. So let's see here. Mel Chisadek talks about the real nourishment nectar. What does it mean and how can I achieve this state? That's yeah, a good question. And we're going to do a, a special on the Chisadek too. Uh, we're going to be telling you all about the great sages, Bogonathar, the original founder of our art. I can't wait to tell that story. But the Chisadek story is really uh, precious to our heart because remember, he was a king of this world and beyond. And he, Melchizedek, um, the nectar that is talked about in Sanskrit is Esawa di Kanwali. I partake directly from the nectar 
of God the Father. That's, That's what we all want to learn to be able to do. It's the Kata Kappa, which is the art of regeneration the physical body and turning it into the qualities of spirit so that it can do the thing that our master showed us how to do. Master Rabbi Jesus, walk through walls, eat or not eat, stand or fly, disappear or appear. That is the perfect body that we are in the process of transforming. The, 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 the first part of that is going through the second birth, the kundalini. Heating up, going from 110 wattage electrically to 220. And all of that's happening with you the moment you start to connect to the divine with your mind and you start to breathe his energy. Remember, Genesis said he breathed life into man and made him a human soul. Well, we found out through a long way that there's no such thing as one baptism. You're supposed to be baptized every day. There's not one time that God the Father breathed energy into. You're supposed to do that every day, at least for five or 10 minutes. And Jimmy would be the first to tell you, breathing energy makes you a lot more alive than not breathing energy. Right, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. And it helps your, your relationship with the creator, right? I mean, it really helps your relationship with the Heavenly Father. Um, I want to, so somebody's asking about the event that we were going to do in September because of the, we're not allowed to talk about it, the, uh, no one can come here, okay? Um, so we have to put these events off till 2022, let this stuff sort itself out, which we believe it's going to be sorting itself out <laughs> faster and faster as we see people getting really upset about it and standing up finally and starting to, you know, get involved in their local community uh, government and start, you know, even run, you know, it, 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 you know, maybe it's your, maybe one of you here are supposed to be a council member or a mayor or a sheriff or something that, you know, that to bring, you know, the, the right type of person into that local community. Remember it starts with your, First, it starts with your home. Well, sorry. First, it starts with yourself. And then it's your home and it's your, your neighborhood and your community. So we really, again, we're working with My Patriots Network, which I'm the founder of, in these groups to get this done. Okay. And, uh, you know, again, it's not about just talking. It's about walking. And everybody's got to put some time into this. It's like a, we're all this community. We all got to put some time into this. To make this change, right? To make this happen. Um, so somebody's asking about uh, the, the, you know, the. Uh, can you address the crucifixion regarding the blood of Jesus and payment of sin debt? Like, what's your what's your thoughts on that? Well, yeah. I'm of a person because of everything that happened to Ma Master Rabbi Jesus. I yield to what Paul says in the epistles he says we believe in all things unto christ we believe in all things unto christ now there is so much evidence that christ's blood is redeeming and healing now why do we know that i mean all you have to do is do some basic research 
on any stigmatas and you will know a lot of people believe that that is a psychic kind the bottom line is it is healed when i was in the hospital i had a very powerful catholic saint appear to me at my bedside padre pio do some research about padre pio he was a very famous today he's been cantonized and let me tell you the blood of christ goes through all the stigmata so it is definitely an issue it cannot be denied it's been proven over and over again and it's also amazing what these people go to so i take i yield to paul in that factor and i think that there is a lot of justification for people to look at that real seriously jim yeah and more and more information is going to be coming to light for the ascension of the people so as that comes to light and we're in master lama rasaji is allowed to share it i mean remember he's in the light a lot more than the average person is okay when it comes to the just say one of the religions uh in the holy bible right which is you know founded on uh, you know judean christian values and and hebrew the hebrew people in the beginning so but there's he's read all the books almost out there uh you know of the different uh you know countries with the you know what they seen and what they experienced a lot of similarities out there that's why arguing about it but the blood of of christ is powerful and if it wasn't for that sacrifice i don't know if we would have the spirit that it's manifested into all of us to actually help us keep those commandments believe it or not you know most people uh, do not do this do not do that do not do that. what do you do when you tell your kids do not do this do not do that they're doing it right um in most cases <laughs> but you know with that spirit you don't want to do that stuff you actually want to be truthful. You want to be transparent. You want to do what's right by people. So him living inside of you, what a gift. I mean, that is the most precious gift of all times. And I don't know if that gift would have been possible without that sacrifice. Would it have been? Well, uh, the key of it is all I'm going to tell people here, and I think we're getting long, so we probably need to start yep. wrapping up and give give a blessing. So let me say in closing this. Is in 1968, when my body stopped, I met the Master Lama, uh, Boyan, in spirit form. I also met Christ and his mother. I've always had a strong affinity for Christ and his mother. And over the years, my relationship grew extremely strong with him. And because of the ability to have multiple out-of-the-body experiences, where I was able just to sit down with him and talk like I am with Jimmy right now, I can tell you what he has shared with me without going into too much detail today. It's not enough time that he says the most important thing that he wants people to remember is actually what we spoke about today is the 40 days after the crucifixion, what he was trying to instill. That's why if for those of you that's ever really read the Acts of the Apostles, I challenge you to read the Acts of Apostles and read it over and over a couple times, each time a little slower. Learn to breathe some energy and take 
the teachings of the Acts of Apostles into contemplation. That means you're trying to become with your spirit the teachings, because contemplation means to become or image in. So that's what I would want to say in closing. He always imparted that to me. That's why I wanted to share this with you guys today. Well, let's go ahead and give blessing. Masalam Rosadji, you give blessing and prayer, and then we'll close this episode up, and hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Good. Let's call on Abba, uh, God the Father in heaven, to bless all of your people, to bless all of everything to do with MPN and our network, to bless everything that comes in and out and the people that move forward and go forward unto their families. Everybody that has ears to hear, let them hear you breathing in them. Let them know that you are as close to them as their heartbeat and as near to them as their breath. And let us release all divisions. Let us come together as one brother and one sister and one family in your name and forevermore be your children of light. Thank you for always being there for us and thank you for bestowing your blessings, your healing, and your protection in our life. Abba, we give thanks. Amen. We love you all. Have a wonderful and blessed day, and we'll see you next week at the same time. Take care. Make sure to share this with everybody. Thank you.